Now dig this, Matt. Y'all know I love stationery. Y'all know I love to take notes. I love to write. I love to write on paper. I love to write notebooks. Matt, what'd you get me for Christmas this year? I got you notebooks and pens and organizers. Correct. I love it. Uh, And I find that it genuinely helps me remember things better as opposed to typing them or like putting them on a, like a text file or whatever, actually writing something down physically helps me a lot. It helps me organize my thoughts. It helps me get my work done. And ever since I got my new uh, iPad and I got the Apple pencil with it, I have been doing that on there and that's great. The only problem I've had with it, it doesn't quite feel like writing on paper, which is a feeling I like. We have the solution to that problem. That's right. Paper-like. As I mentioned at the top of the show, it's a screen protector for your iPad. It uses a proprietary technology called NanoDots. With those NanoDots, you feel the natural resistance of paper on your iPad screen. It is a paper-like feeling on your iPad. So if you're drawing, if you're taking notes, if you're using your iPad like you would a notebook... Here's the way for it to really feel natural. And Chris, I know you love that. You you have an iPad, you got a paper like, and I'm sure it's it feels just right for you. It does. It feels great to use. Also, Matt, you know I'm very particular about paper. I have yes. specific brands of notebooks that I will and will not use, and paper like feels good on the iPad. Uh they also make accessories for the pencil to make the pencil a little more comfortable to hold. They make uh, accessories to help you clean the iPad as well. They've got it all. The ability to handwrite notes in a digital form is great to begin with, but getting that extra tactile feeling that makes me happy while I do it, (laughs) that gives me that little dopamine, that little serotonin burst that I like to have, is fantastic. The latest version of the Paperlike is manufactured in Switzerland using high-quality plastic foils designed for maximum picture clarity. You're not going to lose any of the definition of your iPad screen if you put a paper-like on there. And these foils are developed exclusively for paper-like products. It also always comes in a set of two, so you have a spare. Look, we know a lot of artists listen to this show. If you're an artist and you're looking for a way to make drawing on your iPad feel a little bit better... This is how you do it. So, to pick up your Paperlike, head over to paperlike.com slash Ajax, click Buy Paperlike, and select your iPad size. From now, right now, until the end of January, Paperlike is also including their Digital Pro Planner Bundle at no extra cost for every order placed through the Paperlike store. Plus, shipping is completely free. So if you're ready to do more with your iPad, head over to paperlike.com slash Ajax, to get started. Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? That's more Rocket Ajax to bring back his body. Hello everybody and welcome to War Rocket Ajax. This is the internet's most explosive comic book and pop culture podcast. We are your hosts, joining you live to tape from my sofa. That's right. In beautiful downtown South Minneapolis, Minnesota. 
My name is Chris Sims, and with me, physically and spiritually, is Matt Wilson. Matt, how are you? Chris, I'm I'm doing well. This is the couch. We're sitting on the sofa that I my body slept on last night. <laughs> you, the way you have said that implies that your mind was exploring <laughs> some kind of astral plane. Yes, my my mind was in the dreaming. It was in the dream world. Mm. Yes, uh, Matt, you have come to visit. I have beautiful South Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, for my. 41st birthday, which as we record this section of the show... Is tomorrow. Is tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. It's my last day of being 40. And we have really made a time of it. So here's here's uh, what, how we're going to do this episode, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> this is Friday, so we're going to record a bit from today, mm-hmm. talk about our day-to-day, what we've done. Then tomorrow... On your birthday, mm-hmm. we'll record a little bit more, and then we'll do a Sunday wrap-up. Uh, Sunday, I will be here most of the day, Yeah, uh, but I am flying out Sunday night. So. Yeah, and then I have to fly somewhere on Monday, <laughs> so, so it's a good time. It's yeah. a good time. Uh, so we have had uh, quite an eventful day already. Um, I flew in yesterday uh, evening, a little bit of delay on my flight. We did circle... Uh, Minneapolis airport like three times. Which was actually good because I went to the wrong terminal. <laughs> Which it's weird that they are the second, like they're the same airport when to get from terminal one to terminal two, you do have to go onto a highway <laughs> and drive for several minutes. Uh, my flight was delayed at Asheville Regional Airport. Not super long. Okay, I didn't tell you about this. This was weird. There were two direct flights to Minneapolis mm-hmm. in gates right next to each other, boarding at the same time. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know if the other flight was really late or what, but it was, there was a Sun Country flight to Minneapolis, which was not the one I was on, and there was an Allegiant flight to Minneapolis, which was the flight I was on, and... They had to say so many times over the intercom, <laughs> "If please be aware of which airline you're on and which flight, and please get on the right flight. That's <laughs> weird. Yeah. Because, f- first of all, I think it's kind of, I assumed that you went to Charlotte. I did not. I flew straight out of Asheville. Right. Like on your t-shirt. Ex- yes. On your straight out of Compton parody shirt that you like <laughs> yeah. to wear. Yeah. Um. But I, it's. Are you sure that they didn't just go to the same plane? Like they they didn't. I saw the two different planes. Okay. Uh, and they were two different airlines. That seems needlessly confusing. I don't know why that happened that way. Well, so I was waiting. I I got to the airport not quite two hours before mm-hmm. my flight. My flight was supposed to be at six oh three. I got to the airport at about four twenty smoke up time, <laughs> and uh-huh. and. I did not know what gate my flight was at until, like, 5.30. And it was delayed by maybe half an hour. Like, it was it was such a weird situation. It doesn't sound fun. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, Asheville Airport is expanding considerably, so it was also one of those things where, like, you didn't walk, like, through a tunnel onto the plane... We had to walk outside onto the tarmac 
and like up a ramp into the plane. Oh, that's always fun. Yeah, that's all. I've taken my share of regional flights. Yeah, yeah, but that, like usually I've I've flown out of Asheville before, and like there's a tunnel, but yeah. like it's because of construction. Like they're they're expanding greatly, but there's apparently multiple direct flights from Asheville to Minneapolis. That's weird. Hmm? There, there is there is call for it. Apparently, I, I mean, like, look, you took it. Yeah, I sat t- next to a sat next to a a very nice couple. It's Adam was, Edge Copeland. <laughs> uh, I wish. Um, I could have apologized for being like Adam Edge. Where did you Where did you see him recently? Uh, he, we went to the a concert. To he was at the concert we were at. Uh, we went to see Fleet Foxes. That's right. At uh, Rabbit Rabbit, the outdoor music venue in downtown Asheville. And I saw Edge there, and I texted you, just so you know, Edge is at the Fleet Foxes concert. And, and you just texted back, Adam? Edge? <laughs> it's like the funniest way that you could interact with him, but also like the only way. Because like... Like at the time, also he wasn't wrestling. He wasn't wrestling, yeah. So he wasn't Edge. He was the actor, Adam Copeland. Adam Copeland. Yeah, yeah. But I approached him wearing. If I was not wearing a New Japan Wrestling T-shirt, I don't think it would have been so bad. Yeah, but uh, I was. And but see, he he also knew my Marlene because mm-hmm. they had the same agent for a while. Yeah, and. Uh, so that was also part of it because I was like, "You've met my wife. You've taken her photograph." Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wanted to mention that, but like I'd already, I'd already dug the grave for yeah. myself. But yeah, so that was, was the previous interaction. Yeah, but I guess you could say that when you went to the Flea Foxes concert, I guess you could say that on that day you saw clearly. I saw clearly. Yeah, I I just I just was like, "There's Edge." And nobody, everybody at the show no-sold him being there. Either they did not recognize him, or they were like, I don't care that Edge is here. I'm not sure if there is a large portion of the Venn diagram of people who are going to go see the Fleet Foxes show, and people who on-site would recognize the Rated-R superstar Edge. I Marlene and I were in the middle of that Venn diagram. Yeah, no, you're there. I'm not. You're not going to go see Fleet Foxes. Correct. Yeah. Uh, now, now, if Christian showed up at the Mountain Goat show. <laughs> yeah. We, Marlene and I even made a video. Like, Marlene made an Instagram video that was like, we just saw Edge. Uh, but, so it goes. Anyway, I sat next to, on the plane. <laughs> I, on the plane, the I plane sat, sat next to Dax Harwood. No, I, I, again, I wish. Because I would have talked to... I think it's Cash Wheeler who has said so much about loving Summit Coffee in mm, Asheville. Okay. And I could have been like, I love Summit Coffee too. In the River Arts District, love you, it. You ever see him there? No. I've been there many times and never seen him there. Mm. They maybe go to a different location. Because I know Dax doesn't actually live in Asheville proper. He lives out in Saluda. Black Mountain? He lives in Saluda. Mm. But... Anyway. This is such local content it for is. you and me. It is. This is great. So, on the flight, I sat next to a very nice older couple 
that told me they were visiting their grandson who lives here. Okay. And like, so at first they were like, do you live in Minneapolis? And I go, no, I live here. And they go, oh, we're from Greensboro. And we're going to visit our grandson. And for, I was like, you came to Asheville Yeah, why did they go to Raleigh-Durham? That's a lot closer. Well, because I guess it was a cheap, direct flight to Minneapolis. I guess. That's like that's like a two-hour drive. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, I, maybe the, the flights... That's a two-hour drive up a mountain. The flights from Raleigh-Durham to... to there's, a, there's an airport in Greensboro, too. That's true. They, I mean, but maybe the flights from Greensboro to Minneapolis were not cheap. Mm. Or not direct. I don't know. But, anyway. So, th- that's the first interaction I had with them. Then, as the plane was taking off, uh, the the wife of the couple turned to me and said, Do you like flying? <laughs> and, I, and I had to... Th- I stopped for a second. I go, I don't hate it. That was my answer. And then she was like, I do not like flying. And I had to be like, it's okay. My wife hates flying too. Uh, but anyway, the the flight was fine. The flight was actually great right up until we got to like to Minneapolis and we had to circle the airport. And you called it and we were like, did you go? Did you come down and go back up? Mm-hmm. And I was like, we absolutely did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's an interesting question because I feel like no one likes flying. Yeah, I mean. I would be surprised if anyone would answer the question, do you like flying? Yes. Yes. I just, I don't hate it. Yeah, I think the best you can do is not mind it. Yeah. Like, but I, don't, I don't get that, like, terror that Marlene gets when she flies. Yeah, I'm not, like, as... I used to be very scared of flying. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't... I hadn't been on a plane until I was, like, in my 20s. Yeah. Uh, but it's mostly just that it sucks. It's it sucks to be on an airplane. It's mostly, and sucks to be in an airport. It's mostly just inconvenient. Yeah, like I I have no worry whatsoever about like mortal danger. Yeah, it's the safest way to travel. It is the safest way to travel. Yeah, it's just also the most annoying. You should be more scared driving a car. Yes, but it's it is inconvenient. You have to wait for at the airport for a long time. Mm-hmm. You will probably be delayed. The airplane itself is cramped. The airplane itself is extremely uncomfortable. Yes. And, like, you, you know, if if you have to wait at all to land like we did, you probably are going to be like, I have to pee. I have to pee so bad, and I cannot get up and do that right now. Yeah. Uh, there's no, like, good seat on the airplane. Correct. Unless you're in first class. I, twice in my life, I have, like, it has been cheap enough where I have upgraded to the first class seat. Mm-hmm. And the first time, I got the worst first class seat, which is the the very first one. Okay. Like, the row, row A. Yeah. That seat sucks, because you don't actually have, like, like, there's, like, a wall there. Yeah. So you don't even have the leg room that you ha- would have in the second row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this last time, it was just like, it was just like a bunch of nothing, you know? Like, it, like it was a seat that was more comfortable, and that's it. It was 
It was what I would consider to be a normal chair. <laughs> right. That but I don't you, think is worth paying a premium for. You don't even get the screens and stuff? I mean, like, yeah, there were, like, screens, but there's, like, screens, like... First of all, what am I watching on that screen? Nothing. I'm playing Switch the whole time. Sure. sure. Or watching a movie on my iPad. Or reading a book. Like, I am not using the screens. I, I've i been on a couple of international flights where I definitely use the screens. But I, I get it. Give me, a, give me a power outlet and I'm good. Yeah. Uh, you do get the wicker basket of snacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one thing about Allegiant. So Allegiant is very much a discount airline. Mm-hmm. It is better, I, I can tell you straight up, better than Spirit. Spirit, the the one Spirit flight I've taken in my life is the worst flight I've ever been on. I once bought a Spirit Airlines flight because I didn't know. Yeah, and AC was like, "You got a Spirit flight?" and I was like, "Yeah," and she was like, "Cancel it right now." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, it was like a hundred bucks cheaper than the other one." She was like, "Cancel it right now." It's not worth it. Go buy the other one. Yeah, but Allegiant, like Allegiant, the seats were okay, like largely. Pretty good, but it did have some of those discount airline things. There was no in-flight Wi-Fi of any kind, mm-hmm. I don't think. None that I was made aware of. And you didn't get, like, a free snack or drink. Everything was for sale. Mm. So I just didn't get anything on the plane at all. But uh, otherwise, pretty good. Pretty good flight. So I get in last night. We pretty much, we ate at Culver's. We went to Culver's. My second Culver's meal of the day. Which is very funny to me. <laughs> Did you tell Marlene oh, that yeah. I took you to Culver's? I, I sent her a picture of the meal at Culver's here, and her response was, Matt! <laughs> All caps. <laughs> and th- the next text was, eat some lettuce. <laughs> Matt, I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. I could go to Culver's right now. <laughs> I could get I could fuck up some cheese curds right now. Yeah. There's always. a reason they are as high as they are on the snack situation list. Yeah, they're great. Uh so we went to Culver's, then we came back to your house and pretty much went straight to bed. Uh I think we had both had a long day. Yeah, that was the plan. Um unfortunately I do live with a uh terrible monster goblin uh who you, decided You've probably heard her breathing. Yeah. Who decided that uh, it's Biscuit, by the way, that I'm talking about. Yes. Um, who did not react to you coming into the house. Until I went into uh, the bathroom. Until you came upstairs and went to the bathroom. She jumped out of bed and started like barking towards the front door, which meant her back was to you. Yeah. So she did not have a concept of where an intruder was. Yeah. And you did not like run up the stairs, you walked like a normal person. I'll, I'll tell you the catalyst. I know exactly what the catalyst was. Mm-hmm. So I went into the bathroom to change uh, into my like basketball shorts that I sleep in because mm-hmm. you want to be ready to ball. I'm always. I'm. I need to be able to hop out of bed and instantly ball in case any kind of Space Jam situation in, occurs. In, in case anyone throws you the rock, yeah. While you're asleep, you are ready in an instant to break ankles out there. I, I need to be able to post up. Uh-huh. So, 
I, I was changing into what I sleep in, and I still had my keys in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And when I took my keys out, it made a jangly keys sound. Uh-huh. And that's when Biscuit barked. That's when Biscuit lost her mind. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, like, she came down and, like, you know, checked you out and everything, and then came back to bed. But then she was just anxious for the rest of the night. Yeah. And did not, like, would not go to sleep. Yeah. And so I was up until 3 o'clock in the morning. After at, like, like 10, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, I was up till 3. I'm very tired right now. Yeah. Biscuit is cool with me now. Yeah, she's uh, snoozing She's right snoozing. Here. I gave her some treats earlier. She, she and I nice. have an understanding now. But Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then today, uh, we went to the Mall of America. Which, because last time you were here... It was like cold and rainy, and we didn't really do anything. Yeah, we we went to full gear, and that was pretty much yeah. It. yeah. And watched a lot of Young Justice. Uh huh. And we're shocked by the content of Young Justice. The wild amount of violence. Yeah. That is on that show. Yeah. Well, you and me—that's a you and me who were excited about CM Punk's return. Man, how times have changed. Yeah, it feels in the words of Creed, feels like forever. I did go see. I I guess this is a. Brief check. Uh, I did go to the Greenville episode of Collision mm-hmm. and saw CM Punk wrestle Ricky Starks with Ricky Steamboat as the special guest referee. And we booed CM Punk when he came out, but then we saw that he was wearing a trans flag t shirt and had to modify our <laughs> response to him. <laughs> Yeah, it makes me so mad. Good pal- good politics, bad personality. Yeah. That's what I started singing to his song. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's tough. It makes like it makes me mad because like I want to boo him, but you can't even boo him and be like I think you're a bad person. You have to boo him and be like I think you're a bad person, but not for that. Like I think I think that's actually a very good thing that you do. Yeah. And I support that aspect of you. It's the other. It's the stuff that doesn't matter. It's the, right that I'm not, that I don't like about you. It's a, it's it's a professional problem, not a personal problem. Yes, <laughs> it's a professional problem. <laughs> but I do think you vote correctly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, Kenny Omega. That, that's something he and Kenny Omega agree on. Yes. What they don't agree on is other things. Yeah, what they don't agree on is whether it's okay to bite someone. Well, I guess by proxy, CM Punk believes it's okay to bite Kenneth Omega. I mean, Ace Steel did get a job. That's shocking. Yeah. If either of us bit our boss in in a brawl that we were having with other people that we work with... It would be the end of our career. Yeah. 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 I can probably say, I have never bitten an employer. True. Yeah, I can safely say that as well. Yeah. Uh, Nonetheless. Uh, Yeah, so last time I was here, we didn't go that many places. So I had not been to the Mall of America, so we went to the Mall of America and and walked the whole thing this morning. All three three of the four levels, because the fourth level is really just like... Venues. A couple of venues, yeah. Yeah. Um, I bought 
a Jeopardy card game at the game store. Exciting. I'm excited to break into that. That is still in your car. I need to go get it. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else did we do? We, uh, we we did the rounds, went to the usual shops. Yeah, we kind of just kind of looked around. Went to the game store, went to the went to GameStop, went to uh ducked into Lush. Lego. Went to the Lego store. The Lego store there is very impressive. The Lego store is good. Yeah. Oh, we also walked around the Nickelodeon. We did, park. which I had never done before. And I and I said, Matt, it's my birthday. <laughs> and that means that if we see a caricature artist, you gotta get a caricature. And then we rounded a corner and we saw him. Yeah. And it was only like eleven ninety nine for a headshot. <laughs> and I I didn't necessarily want you to do it, but I wanted you to I wanted to know you would. You wanted to make me sweat. Yeah. What I said was, it is your birthday. Yeah. I, I did not say no, absolutely not. Which is what I would say any other time. Yes, yes. I, I said, it's your birth- it is your birthday. Yeah. So that was very exciting. <laughs> we did not get a, uh, we did not get a caricature of Matt Wilson, unfortunately. Uh, your self-esteem is more or less intact. More or less. Yeah. Uh, what there is of it. The, I, the, we want, but the, the theme park is very interesting. It's not, I thought it would definitely be a thing where you had to pay like an entrance fee to go into the theme park. Yeah. And then when you paid the entrance fee, then you could ride whatever. But what it is, is you pay individually for every ride. Yeah. I do think there's like some kind of pass you can buy. I believe you buy like tickets. Yeah. Like a, like a fair situation where you like buy tickets and then you spend the tickets on the rides. I think that's what it is. Yeah. But it like, it did have like each ride had like a, like a sales desk. Mm-hmm. So I think you could buy like a la carte rides or there was also like a pass you could buy to ride multiple things. Yeah. But the, the, the indoor rides were really interesting because they look, I mean, they are kind of, they are theme park rides, but like the roller coasters can't have big, long trains. Right. It was like individual, pretty small cars that were going yeah. on the roller coasters. Um, we didn't go on any. No, no. What we did do. What we did do is we, the Mall of America has three levels. Yes. Of stores and entertainment. Yes. Level one, ground floor, is kind of your, your iconic brand shops. That's where the Apple store is. That's where the yeah. Barnes and Noble is. Yeah. That's where. The, it's, it's the bigger footprint. Uh, that's where the first Nitro was. Yeah, it's where Lex Luger stood, hands on hips. In a very puffy blouse. In his extremely puffy shirt, watching a match that was of no consequence. Yeah. Uh, because they wanted all the focus to be on Lex Luger. Yeah. You got to see it. I got to see that spot. We- weirdly, decorated in, like, happy birthday in, stuff. In birthday yeah. accoutrement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it was it was serendipitous. Second floor is, I would say, the beauty and apparel 
yeah. area. I mean, there's there's clothing stores on every level, but it seems like there are more on the second yeah. level than anywhere. Second level's got your Ulta and Sephora. Correct. And then, like, a lot of the, the clothing, the boutiques. Yeah. Uh, one of the... There's a Claire's on every level. There's a Claire's on every level. Weirdly, in the same place. There is a Claire's literally on top of another Claire's, but it's not like it's a two-floor Claire's because they're off-center from each other. They're two separate Claire's. There's two separate Claire's that if you are on the opposite side of the of like the balcony, you can see them. Yeah. And they are connect they overlap but are not even. Yes. Uh and then there's a third Claire's floating. Right. There's a there are two Spencer's gifts. Uh-huh. Uh I think on the second and third levels. Yeah. Um which are as far as I know are the only two places where you can purchase dildos at <laughs> the mall. We did look. <laughs> well, there was a store called Socks Appeal, uh-huh. and I was like, ah, a sex toy store. But then I realized it was Socks, yeah. not Sex. It's S-O-X. Yeah. yeah. And so they just had Socks. I mean, Matt, if you if you want to go to a dildo store, Minneapolis does have a couple. Well, we are. I am here for a couple more days. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, the top floor... Yeah. Is the I would let's let's be real. It's the nerd floor. It's the nerd floor. The, all the anime stores are up there. Yeah, uh, anime fix is up there. Well, Game there stuff was, is up there. There was an anime store on the first level. I remember one, but everything else was on the third. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Ebisu, which is like the Japanese market, is up there. Yeah, that's the Japanese market that has the like, life-size statues of Goku and Dude from Slam Dunk and, like, a bunch of One Piece characters. And Yuffie, yeah. That that really... That really underlines that Eiichiro Oda draws women in a way that is demented. <laughs> like, when you really translate that to three dimensions, you're yeah. like, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. improbable. Correct, Yes. But they also do have Ultra Instinct Goku hanging out. So. They do. They do. Uh, but also on that third level are a lot of the kind of entertainment and games spaces. There's an arcade. There, There is an arcade on the first level, but there's an arcade on the third level there's as a, well. There's a pretty big arcade that I've never actually been into. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, an escape room. Yep. There's a mirror maze. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's... Uh, there's Tactical Urban Combat. TUC. Which is a laser tag and also, like, I think, like, you know the Nerf, not the darts, but, like, the balls, the Nerf rival? I think, yep. like, little soft pellets, I yep. think, they, they shoot those. Um, and I love that place because uh, on the walls they have all these, like, no offense, not super well-drawn, like, anime, like... Yeah. Anime style people, like very deviant yeah. RT. Very, yes, yes. Uh, like people depicted engaging in laser tag combat. And then one clearly photo traced uh, image that is of the Baroness as played by Sienna Miller from the poster to G.I. Joe The Rise of Cobra, <laughs> but with laser tag guns. Uh-huh. It does not fit the aesthetic. No, it it does not match any yeah. of the rest of them. 
But there are also two mini golf places. There are two mini golf courses. One is Blacklight Mini Golf. Rock of Ages Blacklight Mini Golf. We walked by that one first and we said Blacklight Mini Golf. Blacklight Mini Golf. But then we walked by Adventure Mini Golf. Mountain Adventure. Moose Mountain. Moose Mountain, yeah, right. And we kind of decided maybe this is the one we should do because Blacklight Mini Golf sounds interesting for a minute. Okay, here's what we had this whole conversation. We did. We did. Where it was like, will Blacklight Mini Golf be good content? Probably. But will it be fun for us? I would, my argument was that Moose Mountain Adventure Golf would be more fun, but I don't know if it would be as much more fun as the Blacklight Mini Golf would be fun to have talked about. Yeah. But we ended up doing Moose Mountain Adventure Golf. We 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 went to the the counter. We went to the counter and we found out that, that it was thirteen ninety nine for Moose Mountain Adventure Mini Golf, and a special deal of you throw ten bucks on there and you get both Ad- Adventure Mini Golf and Blacklight Mini Golf. And we almost played thirty six holes of mini golf. We almost did, but we we asked the attendant, "Hey, is Blacklight Mini Golf worth it?" And without saying no, she said no. She said no. <laughs> she did not say... She represented the company very well. Yeah. And definitely, like, gave us information. She did basically say no. And I appreciate that that she threaded that needle. She essentially said, I don't think it would be fun for you. Yeah. And we said, okay, thank you for that information. We're just going to play Moose Mountain Mini Golf. Yes. And Moose Mountain Mini Golf was pretty fun. It was... A compact mini golf course because yeah. it was indoors and it was on that third level. It was not as big as like your standard mini golf course. It wouldn't fly at Myrtle Beach. Would not fly at Myrtle Beach. The Dirty Myrtle would not be having this. Or, or in Pigeon Forge. Would not go would not get over in Pigeon Forge. Would not get over in Pigeon Forge. But But probably not as problematically themed as Pigeon Forge. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we uh, played. We had a family of four in front of us, and we had a family, or not even a family. It was like we had grand, two grandparents and two grandkids in front, in front of, us. of us who were very friendly. They were very friendly. And then we had a bunch of children, including like a like a like a thirteen year old, like a twelve or thirteen year old in a Titleist hat. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm I'm looking at that kid like I know you're taking this too seriously. A lot of those kids it seemed like were taking it too seriously. Yeah. Yeah. But they were with like a maybe sixteen year old babysitter is what she seemed like. Yeah, because she wasn't She wasn't playing. playing. Yeah. But she was like the one who apologized when yes. they knocked their ball off the course. And hit me in the foot. <laughs> yeah. Which it's mini golf. It's fine. It's fine. But but yeah, she's the one who apologized when that happened, and I was just like, it's fine, don't worry about it. Yeah. But uh Yeah, so so we had to wait on the group in front of us, mm-hmm. and then we had the group behind us not exactly rushing us, but like 
I would there. say crowding. Crowding, yeah. They were very... They did not wait for us to get off of each hole before they were, like, scouting it out. That's true. Which, yeah. you know, that's they whatever. weren't in the way. They were crowding a little bit. Yeah. But it was it was a fun mini golf game. I, I had fun. Of course you had fun. You had... Of course you had fun. You got a free game. I did. You got a hole-in-one on 18, which I did not do. Yeah. And you 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 got a free game. Yeah. I mean, I got a technical hole-in-one on the 18th hole. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't quite, uh, as, as, as Corey Graves might say, didn't get all of it <laughs> on the first swing. Uh, I did uh, have a pretty okay round as far as strokes. Motherfucker. <laughs> I got hustled is what happened. <laughs> oh gosh, I haven't played mini golf in a while. I did not say that. I've, I've, I have played mini golf recently. Okay, well then I guess I didn't get hustled. I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> no, it was a... a, a I would say neither of us did super great. No. The par was 45. Yeah. Which is whack because some of those. Oh, yeah. Like there were some of those where it's like, there's no way this is anyone is getting this in two. Well, some of the like mechanisms were broken. Yeah. One, one of the mechanisms was broken. That was on the second hole. Yeah. Which is a shame because that feels like the most fun. Like it's a, it's all mine themed, which is weird because it's also yeah. like Paul Bunyan themed, and he was not a miner; he was a lumberjack. Correct. Yeah. But there's like a lot of, like, like there's a lot of decorations in the style of company script. Uh-huh. If if you wanna, ah, uh, what a fun theme! <laughs> Don't you wanna? Go to the company store. Don't you want to go to the company store? Don't you want to try and unionize and have them send in the Pinkertons? Yeah. With guns? Anyway. Uh, very weird. Very weird. But the, the the second hole has this little thing where it's like like a like a vertical conveyor thing with It's it's basically like a mine elevator. Yeah. Yeah. And you get it into one of the buckets, and what bucket you get it in determines there's like four or five places where it can come out, and then one of them you just like lose your ball. Yeah, and you can go get a new one, and it's fine. But like you, you know, obviously you have to start over if you get that. That was broken. So there's a sign that was like just start at the hole. <laughs> so yeah. like that one was literally just put for three feet, and I think we both got like a two on we that. We both one. got two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, we had. I, I would say our. Our mini golf excursion was fun. Uh, I, I'm not trying to call you out, Matt. Uh huh. I think I was more in the spirit of the thing <laughs> of adventure mini golf. I just use look. There are things. There are things. I've at, at those mini golf holes where it's like, oh, if you hit it here. The ball will go through a little tube or a little tunnel and pop out and go to the hole. But a lot of those things are bait to get you to try something that is of a higher difficulty than just hitting the ball 
in a, in a safe way toward mm, the whole. Mm, yeah. A lot of those are bait for like having a good time <laughs> and having fun. And you wouldn't want that. I just, I like to play strategically. Sometimes, sometimes you go through the folks. It was moose mountain adventure, mini golf. <laughs> a ship is safe in a Harbor. That's all I'm saying. I was not, not putting. I was putting, but in a, in a more, I was like, I'm good with two strokes instead of a hole in one. And I did that on on several holes. Now on other holes I went through the obstruction. I tried to go through the obstruction. Only because I was essentially bullying you. No, I I would have actually t- tried it on those anyway. Ship safe in harbor map. I just like to make a judgment. I like to make a judgment on oh, what is the best approach to the hole on this particular Hole of mini golf. Uh, we also um, so see so yeah, mini golf was fun. Mini yeah, golf was fun. And was then fun. we were pretty much ready to to pack it in uh, and get out of there. Because uh, like I was telling you, the Mall of America is fun for me, but at the end of the day, it's just a lot of mall. It's a it's a there's three Claire's big hunk of mall. Yeah, yeah. It's it, you if you took three separate malls and stacked them on top of each other. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, we did also, uh, have breakfast at a diner and had a conversation about, uh, ourselves in high school that I wish we would have recorded. (laughs) I don't know that I would have said all that I said in that conversation on, on the recording. Yeah, it got real. Yeah. It got very real. Uh, but it was very fun. It was very fun to go grab breakfast with you. So yeah, I'm so far, I'm having a, a lovely little birthday weekend. I'm I'm happy, and I, I hope that uh, continues. I know we're going to have uh, a good evening tonight, and mm-hmm. and hopefully a very fun day tomorrow. I think so, and we'll check back in. Uh, I guess we'll talk about both the presents you got me tomorrow. Yeah, that that seems to okay to fit. All right, so we when we when we come back, it will be my birthday, and and we will have uh, present discussion. And then we'll talk about what other stuff we did. Yeah. It's my birthday. It's your birthday. We're we're back. It's Saturday. It's it's day two of the celebrations. That's right. And we have spent much of the last twenty four hours playing fighting games. Because you, Chris, decided I want to play fighting games. I did. And I feel a little bad. Why do you feel bad? Well, because I feel like I feel like there we did we didn't go to Paisley Park today. There's tomorrow. We could go tomorrow. We could go tomorrow. But all I've wanted to do is play fighting games with my boy Matt Wilson. We got so many. We got a lot. A, a lot of them are available on your PlayStation Plus subscription. I think we bought two. Well, let's see. We bought we definitely bought Guilty Gear Strive. We did buy Guilty Gear Strive, and I've been thinking about it. And I think, A, the fact that you have to pay extra for Bridget is transphobic. <laughs> yes, and for many other characters. And also, I think the fact that we didn't pay extra for Bridget is also transphobic. And yes. I think I think we should buy... I've had one and a half cocktails. And I think we should <laughs> buy the, the Guilty Gear Strive DLC. 
I mean, you mean you should buy it. I mean, I should buy it. Because I would have to buy Guilty Gear Strive separately. I'll put it on my card. <laughs> I'll buy it. I don't mind doing that. So we bought Guilty, we bought Guilty Gear Strive. Mm-hmm. We bought another game for very cheap. I think it was, uh, it was, that was Grand Blue. That was Grand Blue. Which was good. Which is a good game. Uh, that is, it is, we haven't played a ton of it, but what we've played has been fun. Here's the, here's the problem. We've been playing a lot of Smash. Yeah. Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Which we'll get to in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. Smash Ultimate is a game with like 70 characters. Over 70 characters. There's like, like, these rows are 13 across. And there are five. And there's five rows. So that's, that's what? Uh, 70... Wait, no. That's 65. Six... Yeah. And then... And then this other little row that's incomplete. And I don't have... I don't have Pete Piranha. Because I forgot to get him. And I refuse to pay money for a thing that should have been free for me anyway. It's, It's over 80 characters. It's a lot. Yeah. All these other games have, like, 12. 12, yeah. Yeah, there's, like... Very few other characters. So, I'm I'm spoiled because this is the fighting game that I mostly play. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to play a fighting game. Yeah. And also Dragon Ball Fighters. Since you're playing three characters at a time, that also has a lot of characters, even though six of them are Goku. Six of them are Goku and three of them are Gogeta or Vegito. Right. Yeah. Right. But, yes, uh, Grand Blue is, is good. Oh, we did... Pay for Marvel vs. Capcom three, which was it was cheap though. It was like seven. It was like seven fifty. Disappointing. Very disappointing. Marvel vs. Capcom three Infinite. Slow. We- weirdly slow. Weirdly, the characters feel sluggish. Yeah. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of characters in it, even though there's probably like you know, thirty. Yeah, I'm I'm turning on the PS five to see okay. what else is on there. That we got. There was a Naruto game that was not actually a fighting game. Yes, we... That was on PlayStation Plus, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. It had... Uh, but yeah, we it was it turned out to not be a fighting game. Yeah, here's what we paid money for. Uh, we paid money for Grand Blue, which was like $2. Marvel vs. Capcom. It's, it's Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Yeah. There is... Well, there is an add-on pack for Grand Blue Fantasy Versus that's like $2. Okay. So... Oh, it's weapon skins, though. So it's not actually anything we care about. Okay. So, yeah, Shinobi Striker, Naruto Naruto Shinobi Striker turned out to not be a fighting game. Guilty Gear Strive. Melty Blood, which was on PlayStation. Yeah, Melty Blood was, uh, was included with my PlayStation membership. Which... You were a big fan of Melty Blood. Melty Blood's good, actually. Melty Blood Type Lumina. Which is a, a fighting game... Uh, like, a lot... We've played a lot of fighting games by Arc System Works. Yes. Dragon Ball Fighters, Grand Blue Versus, uh, Persona 4, Arena Ultimax, mm-hmm. and Melty Blood are all Arc System Works games. And they're all pretty good. I had a great time with Melty Blood. You're much better at Melty Blood than me. Yeah. Somehow. I don't... It, it, the way it plays... 
really works for you in a way it doesn't. It lends me. itself to my playstyle. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Tekken Seven, which was on PlayStation Plus, and is fine. It's fine. And then we also you already got rid of Soul Calibur Six. We downloaded Soul Calibur Six. Uh, that's the one where you can play as the Witcher. Garrett Rivera. Givar. Givar. Jerry Rivera. The Witcher. You can play as him in Soul Calibur Six. Soul Calibur Six sucks. It's not fun. It's yeah. not good. I I feel like there was a Soul Calibur game I did like at one point. I remember playing a lot of Soul Calibur Four. Uh huh. But but yeah, like Soul Calibur Six was no good. It also like like everything everything felt slow. Yeah. After Dragon Ball Fighters, most things felt slow. I'll tell you what doesn't feel slow. Guilty Gear Strive. No, Guilty Gear Strive is good. It's it's very good. Yeah. I may go buy it on my own PlayStation because it's it's very fun. If you're enjoying Guilty Gear Strive that much, I think I'm going to buy the characters. Okay. Okay. The the thing we have discovered in all of these fighting games. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I think it it should create a new theorem that we have. It another a new War Rocket Ajax theorem. Put this on the wiki. Put this on the wiki. Every fighting game has a weird freak. Just a real weirdo, a nasty boy. A nasty boy. Yeah. Yeah. A nasty freak who you would not let look after your pet. Absolutely. Absolutely. That you like that you wouldn't want to be around. <laughs> yeah. In any like for any reason for any length of time. This includes fighting games about like known characters. Yeah, absolutely. Like Dragon Ball Fighters has a nasty freak in it, right? Who's the nasty freak in Dragon Ball Fighters? I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about Broly, <laughs> but he looks nasty. I mean, Yamcha is a kind of a nasty. Yamcha's freak. A, Yamcha's a freak. Yamcha's a freak in a different way. Yeah. Yamcha likes girls that make love, but he loves girls that like to fuck. <laughs> That's Yamcha. <laughs> I, but I mean, like, oh, the nasty freaking Dragon Ball Fighters is fucking Master Roshi. Master Roshi, that he's the pervert. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a nasty there's a nasty freak, a nasty boy who's a real freak and a pervert in all these games. We determined in Smash, it's Wario. It's Wario. Picture the roster of Super Smash Brothers. And then ask yourself, who's on their way to the porno store? (laughs) And it's Wario. In Guilty Gear, it's Faust. 100%. Faust is an absolute freak. He's an absolute young nasty man. Yeah. In Melty Blood, I think it's the Count of Monte Cristo. He, I think it's that other guy. Vlav. 
There is a dude named Vlav in that game. <laughs> I, I feel like Vlav is cool. I think we're going to find out some stuff about the Tsukihime franchise, <laughs> and you're going to regret that statement. I'm going to regret saying that Vlav is cool. Yeah, Vlav like, is just Dracula. You're going to be like, it's like you saw like uh, Hisoka from My Hero or uh, from uh, uh, Hunter x Hunter. And you were like, that guy looks cool, and somebody's going to be like, that guy's a pedophile. Straight right. up. I'm going to look up Vlav right now. Vlav. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the the guy... Okay, so we don't know anything about the series that Melty Blood is based on. And then I went and looked it up, and it's like a visual novel. Yeah. So I will probably never experience it. Tsukihime. Tsukihime. It's, it's called. Uh, and, and so we were trying to piece together things that we knew about the characters... Just from what they said to each other in this fighting game. And so one character was like, I can't believe you're really a nun. And she goes, that's right. Being a teacher is just my hobby. And we're like, okay. Put the red string on the on the board for that. All right. Here, here's some stuff about Vlav Archangel. Who... These things might surprise you. You think, you think I'm going to be surprised about Vlav? You might be surprised by these bits of information about Vlav. His alignment is chaotic good. That's surprising. Yeah. You would expect him to be evil. I would have expected him to be evil. Alignment maybe that's maybe that's just me. Is chaotic good. Likes his wives. He has 10 wives. <laughs> that's chaotic. Yeah. Bears and his liege. When you say bears, yeah. What exactly do you mean? I, I'm just reading. Do you mean like the bears that are in Tekken? I'm just reading the information that's on this wiki. Okay. It says bears. It, it's bears. Dislikes snakes, blizzards, and flows. F L O E S. Like ice? I guess. Okay. That's weird because he can control, he can control temperatures. Background: Vlav originates from the frozen lands of the far north, where all he could do was await death. Vlav inherited the position of the ancestor from Zarya Offenbaum, whom he killed. He was formerly a knight who was exiled from his kingdom due to false charges. Mm. Uh, the charges that he didn't love his ten wives or bears. He abandoned his creed in night and rebelled against Zarya, leading his home as the next dead apostle ancestor. Yeah, I feel like I need more context. <laughs> the we also know about the dead apostles. Yeah, that are in in there. Anyway, I like Melty Blood. You like Melty Blood, but there's a, one guy who looks like like a real Edward Cullen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think, he, but he was referred to as a theologian. Oh right, and oh, so and he wait is he the guy who's who's like the Joker? Yes, yeah, he's that game's the Joker. He is very much that game's the Joker. Most games also have a the Joker. Yeah, yeah. We have not played any games that do have the Joker. We have not played Injustice. Yeah, or. Uh, Justice League Task Force for the Super NES. Yeah. 
The only current fighting game I know of that has the Joker is Injustice. I think he's in Mortal Kombat. Well, that I yes, that yeah. that ties into Injustice. Yeah. And maybe that's your thing. Maybe that is your thing. Uh, in case we want to let people know what else we've been up to, we did go to dinner for your birthday. Mm-hmm. We went to a Brazilian steakhouse. It's the it's the thing I want to do for my birthday every year. Because I want to go to a Brazilian steakhouse and eat a bunch of meat. And that's what we did. And that's what we did. And it was great. I've had a great birthday. We had some ice cream pie. There's still It's still in there. It's still in there. We're going to have some more of that. Yeah. See, we're lo- we've loaded up Guilty Gear, folks. Oh, we've got all the new characters here. Yeah. Uh, I, I like bacon. <laughs> as does Biscuit. Uh-huh. Bacon. The uh, unfaltering awakened samurai. Yeah. Uh, she's great. She was DLC. Holy shit. Gold Lewis Dickinson. The Secretary of Absolute Defense. <laughs> That's a big boy. That is a large boy. That's a big boy. I'm very excited about our, our new unlocked characters. Oh, there's another... So there's Kai Kiske and there's Sin Kiske. That means without Kiske. Ever-growing wild boy. This guy's got the coolest jacket on the roster, and that's saying something. Oscar B. Hashtag. Oscar B. Sharp. Oscar B. Sharp. Yeah, that's what that is. Bedman question mark. Happy chaos. Yeah, Guilty Gear rules, everybody. Testament. Even with these new characters, the best character in Guilty Gear is still May. We'll see. We'll see. May's the best. So yeah, we, uh, we hit the Brazilian Steakhouse. And that was fun. I got uh, presents from you and from AC and from uh, a couple of people. Lucas Brown sent me a present, which is very nice. Uh, Lucas sent me a nice uh, high-end... Got so, I got a lot of high-end stationery for uh, my my birthday. And you know what? That's good. I love that. Love it. I love high-end stationery. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Lucas got me a, a, a nice rodeo... Uh, notepad. Uh, my wife, AC, who I love, uh, got me. She was in in uh, New York, New York, Brooklyn, and New York, Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto City, right? Uh, this uh, past month, and bought me uh, a bunch of notebooks from uh, and pens from uh, uh, Uh So some nice Japanese uh, stationery and. Uh, a mug from the Natural History Museum with like a, a T-Rex fossil like embossed on it, which is very cool. Very cool. Uh, and a uh, very nice knife. Yes. Uh, a nice new uh, chef's knife. Yes. With a nickel Damascus blade. It's beautiful. It's very beautiful. And it's it, the weight is good. Yeah. The knife is good. Yeah. Uh, you, Matt, you got me a t-shirt. I got you a t-shirt. With the Sailor Scouts on it. With all the Sailor Scouts on it. Which all I like. of the Sailor Scouts. Well, all of all of the standard issue Sailor Scouts. Right. Sailor Iron Mouse isn't on there. Fair enough. Sailor Aluminum Siren isn't on there. It's got the, the, the roster. The, it's got the pre-DLC roster of <laughs> Sailor Scouts. I would, I would even say a couple of those might be DLC. <laughs> yeah. Pluto, Pluto's going to be DLC. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, it's got it's got the it's got it's got the ten of them because yeah. uh, it's got Chibiusa on there too. Yeah, uh, and you also got me purchased from my Amazon wish list. 
I believe. Yes. Uh, well, it used to be called Narsil, the Sword of Elendil. Right. Then it was broken. Right. In the uh, in the, the Last Alliance, mm-hmm. when they fought Sauron. Right. At the Black Gates of Mordor. Right. Mordor. Mordor. Yeah, you got it. Uh, but then uh, that was in the that was in the Second Age. Then in the Third Age, uh, it was reforged into Anduril, the Flame of the West. Right. The sword wielded by, I mean, you, you know, Aragorn, the son of Arathorn. Right. Known to the men of Striker. <laughs> right. Called Elisar by the elves. The true king of Gondor and Isildur is there. Right. It's under you got me. You got me a, a sword, a uh, a foam sword, much in the style of the berserk sword that I got for you. Much like the dragon slayer that you bought for yeah. me. Yeah, I, I figured, why not compliment back with a sword? That's what we're doing now for for presents. Uh-huh. It's swords for this year, at least. For this year, it's swords. I love these guilty gear characters. They're great. Bacon looks like she is a she is about to whoop somebody's ass. The unfaltering awakened samurai. She's got one arm. Yeah. And is ready to beat ass. I love her. Testament is could not be in a cooler pose. No, Testament's very cool. Testament's very cool. Honestly, everybody here is pretty cool. Except for except for this guy, except for, <laughs> except Faust. for Faust. Also, I think we we've also been trying to figure out which fighting game characters are turfs, turfs, or maybe even full MAGA. Yeah, and we've come to some upsetting conclusions. Those might have to be Boko. I'll say this much: Mario wears a red hat that has the first letter of MAGA on it. Don't like it. Do not like that. I don't like that knowledge. Let's go to the capital. No, no. <laughs> we went through the entire roster of Smash Bros, trying to figure out who might be, like, like where everybody was. Yeah. And we we have some. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, here's who we came down on as being definitely bad guys. Uh huh. Captain Falcon. Bad guy. Bad guy. Bad guy. Captain Falcon's a bad. Captain Falcon is like basically a cop. Yeah, yeah. Star Fox is unfortunately also in that category. Yeah, basically a cop. Yeah, which makes Wolf cool. Which does make Wolf good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who do we come down on anybody? Do we come down hard on anybody else? Steve from Minecraft. Steve. Oh yeah, Steve. We all know Steve from Minecraft is full. Full QAnon. Yeah. 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 He's talking about Adrenochrome all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So we've been going through a lot of fighting game characters having these conversations so that you don't have to, yep. folks. Yeah. So stay tuned. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you the full results. Um, so what, what are we thinking? We did also play the entirety of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge in co-op mode. Yeah, so fun. That was very fun. Very fun. I played as April O'Neil. You played as Raphael. That's right. Uh, we played like about two minutes 
of this game called The Last Blade 2 that you assured me was a classic. It is. And it was just, it's, I mean, it's... It's just an old fighting game. It wasn't what I would call fun. <laughs> um, yeah, not not fun. Is not is where I would go with that. But so far, I think I think hands down, the the top three fighting games that we have played in this weekend. I would say my ranking would be Dragon Ball Fighters number one, number one. Smash Bros. number two. Smash Bros. Uh, Smash Bros. probably number one, actually. But but Dragon Ball Fighters has an energy to it that I think uh, really really carries it. Guilty Gear is number three. Melty Blood was the biggest surprise. Yeah, because it's called Melty Blood. You just you've never like you you expect nothing of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's good actually. And then. Uh, uh, I also, you know, I, I would say the rest of the good is rounded out with, like, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, all the other Arc System Works games. Yeah, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, I was, I, I'm not familiar with any of those characters or anything, but I had fun playing it. Yeah. Uh, I would say, I would say those are all good. Tekken's okay. Tekken 7's okay. Tekken's like a Toyota Corolla of fighting games. It sure is, buddy. Yeah. There is a bear in it. There is a bear in it. And I did like playing as that bear. His name is Kuma. His name's Kuma. There's also a panda called Panda. Yeah. They're not really bears. They're bears. Pandas are actually like more closely related to like the raccoon. Uh, Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were saying they weren't animals. They are animals. There's also this very large boy named Bob, who's very fun. Yeah, in Tekken. Who's the, the? Oh, here's why we didn't. Here's why we didn't fuck with Tekken. Cause Negan's in it. Yes. And Negan was like five dollars, and that's three dollars too much for me to pay for the sheer hilarity of playing as Jeffrey Dean Morgan in a fighting game. And we looked, and he, the voice is Jeffrey D. Morgan, uncredited. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, they could put Chambers in there for $1. We would allow that for $1. I'll let them, I'll let them put Chambers in there for cheap. Yeah. And you know what? He's got two bats. He's got two bats. He's the Negan with two bats. Yeah. So, so Tekken was pretty good. Soul Calibur was bad. Yeah. Soul Calibur 6 was no fun, and Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was also, like, kind of shockingly disappointing, given how much you and I both have very fond memories of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 yeah. on the Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I think that's Fighting Game Update. That's that's Fighting Game Update, and we're going to play more, I guess, now yeah, that we're... we have... All these Guilty Gear characters. Yeah, we, we unlock Bridget. Why does Bridget have a giant handcuff around her waist? It's a it's a look. I mean, it is like I like this look for Bridget. Like, I really like this look for Bridget. Yeah. Well, biscuit, your biscuit's getting antsy, so it's time to play uh, some Guilty Gear. Uh, but join us tomorrow. We'll do a wrap up of the weekend. Uh, I've had a blast, Matt. I had Me a fun too. time. Let's go to no. play sound to watch sound of freedom. No, no. 
I would buy you a ticket. It's so upsetting. Because <laughs> we, cause we're, we're pretty sure Luigi... Our, we came down on the idea that Luigi... Luigi has okay politics, but probably forgets it's, it's election day. Yeah. Or, like, votes for the wrong person by mistake. Right. He voted for George W. Bush by mistake. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Somebody... Dr. Mario's good. Dr. Mario's good. Dr. Mario's good. Dr. Mario wants you to get the vaccine and stay safe. He's not wearing the hat. He's not wearing the hat. He's at work. Saving lives. Until it was noted that Mario wears a red hat. I never... It never crossed my mind. We can't... We can't let them take that from us. <laughs> we can't. I turns out Chris Pratt was perfect casting. We can't, Matt. We can't let them take Mario from us. <laughs> the line must be drawn here. All right, we'll be back with the uh, more tomorrow. All right, it's Sunday. Sunday is here, and, and the, the the weekend, the birthday weekend, is coming to a close. But uh, so eventful, so fun. Yeah, you're still here for like another four hours. Yeah. But right now, the birthday weekend is, is winding down. I've had a blast. Same. I've had a great time. Uh, I'm getting pretty good with Bridget. <laughs> you just finished story mode with Bridget. That was arcade mode. Oh, okay. It wasn't, it wasn't story mode. But okay. It was arcade mode. Okay. On the hard route. Yeah, pretty impressive. So, pretty, impressive. pretty good for someone who's... Not actually good at fighting games at all. <laughs> uh, that is in Guilty Gear Strive, for those who don't know. We we did, as promised, purchase all of the DLC characters for Guilty Gear. Yeah, and they're pretty good. Which did cost more than the game itself. <laughs> uh, but it turns out they are the best characters. Aside from May, who is in the main game. Aside from May, who is in the main game. Bridget, Baiken... Who I think is very funny to call Bacon. Yes. Uh, Bacon. Uh, Testament. Bedman. Bedman? Whose name I think includes a question mark. It does, yes. I can't tell if it's a question mark or a P with that font. It's a question mark. Bedman? Bedman? Who is a bed. Who is a bed. Yeah. A a deathbed that kills people. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 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 Oscar B. Sharp. Oscar B. Sharp, yeah, who is the creator of the world? No, he's that man. He's that man. He's that man. He's that man. Yeah. So, one thing we did last night after we recorded. <laughs> so we t- we talked we about. Did not record this, even though we fully acted like there was a microphone on. <laughs> we went so in Guilty Gear Strive. There's like a, a history. Section, Yeah. If you want to learn more about the world and lore of Guilty Gear, you can. And so we, there are flowcharts. Like relationship maps. From diff- covering different games and time periods. Yeah. Which are not explicitly, obviously identified as this is what happens in Guilty Gear. Yeah. Uh, you kind of have is, to infer it. Yeah. But there's there's... Relationship maps slash flowcharts for different time periods in which you learn that Saul Bad Guy was Frederick. Yeah. 
who then became like a terrorist and his identity was unknown. So everyone just called him bad guy. Yeah. And he, he is consistently a rival with Kai Kisk, but then also he adopts Kai Kisk's son after his son, he abandons his son. Kai Kisk abandons his son and Soul Bad Guy raises the son. Yes. But then Kai Kisk marries Soul Bad Guy's daughter? daughter? Question mark? I think. Someone who was made with Soul Bad Guy's DNA. Right. Is how it's described. Right. And that's, it's confusing. Yeah. It's complicated. There's also a timeline that begins, this is the timeline for Guilty Gear. It begins with the formation of the UN in 1945. Yeah. And, it, and, and then, then it skips to 1998. And then it goes to like 24 something? Tw- no, it's only 2180. 2180. Salt Bad Guy is like 200 years Salt old. Salt Bad Guy is 200 years old. Yeah. 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 So Guilty Gear is fun. Yeah, Guilty Gear is fun. We're having a blast with Guilty Gear. Yeah. Uh, we visited uh, Paisley Park. Yes, uh, we talked about it at length on Boko. Yeah, if you so, want to hear about our trip to Paisley Park, and also some real confusion about Mario's politics, Mario's politics, and whether the divine right of kings exists in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, uh, that's all a bonus content. There's a solid hour of of driving to and from Paisley, Paisley Park. Park. Yeah, uh, that that we had a good time talking. We'll, d- about. we'll just say briefly, we went to Paisley Park. There were no tours; they were sold out today. Mm-hmm. So we just went to the gift shop and kind of poked around outside. And while it would have been cool to take a tour, and maybe we can do that at another time, mm-hmm. it was nice just to do what we did. Yes. And we got some purple lemonade, which was, on, which was for sale. And it was, it's tasty. It's very tasty. We got collectible tumblers, which I love. Collectible <laughs> cups and uh, bought some merch. And and had a, a reasonably good time uh, at Paisley Park. So yeah, um, but yeah, there's lengthy discussion of it on the Boko. Yes, that uh, was recorded in a car. Yes, so Car Boko. We're known for for Car Boko. Car Boko is good. I, I find that my wife and I have a lot of like good discussions about our relationship in the car, mm-hmm. and I think it's because you're like. You're doing something, but you're next to someone. Talking in a car is easy. Talking in a car is easy, yeah. I can fun. understand why, like, Jerry Seinfeld thought that was, like, a good idea to that in between, like, little, little high schoolers. The thing that I don't think we talked about enough as a society. I was on the plane here, and there was, like, the in-flight magazine. Mm-hmm. And I was confused by the in-flight magazine because it was just stuff to do in Las Vegas. Okay. And then I went back to the front and I, like, it said, like, Las Vegas edition. Las Vegas, a popular flight destination. Yeah, and I think there are direct flights on that airline to Las Vegas. And then I saw just, like, this one ad where Jerry Seinfeld, it was just Jerry Seinfeld standing in front of a black backdrop. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was making kind of a, like, I'm about to laugh face Mm -hmm. like not laughing but like the smiles creeping up on his face like he's about to laugh and it was like 
Jerry Seinfeld at Caesar's Palace. And all I could think about looking at that ad was he dated a teenager. Yeah, was it, you said like a black backdrop. Did you mean like a blackboard? Like one might find at a high school? <laughs> we don't talk about it. And I think it's weird that we don't talk about it. It is weird. It is weird. It's just weird that like, that we don't talk about Jerry Seinfeld dating high schoolers. It's weird. Allegedly. I don't think it was alleged. I don't think it was alleged either. I just don't want us to get sued. <laughs> I remember it. You're going to hear from my lawyer. That's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I, I feel like... As it, soon as she graduates from law school. <laughs> I feel like it was talked about at the time. I don't... I think it was talked about at the time. I mean, time. it was talked about to the point where I know about it. Someone who gives less than half a fuck about Jerry Seinfeld. Sure. But I don't think it's talked about the way it should be. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right about that. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so we, we have some good good Boko lined up about Mario. Good Boko lined up about Mario and Prince. Yeah. And by extension, other Nintendo characters. Yes. Uh, so so if you're at the, uh, the Patreon Boko level... You're going to get that. You're going to get that. It's very similar to the, these conversations that we've been having. Yes, but, but... If you're not sick of this right now... Boy, have we got something for you. for you. We got something for you. Yeah. The... the it, I feel like it zeroes in more. It, it gets a little more It's granular. very focused. Yeah. yeah granular. Um, what else have we been up to? Uh, we... We played more Guilty Gear last night we, after recording. Yeah. We, played, we basically played Guilty Gear until I went to bed. Yeah. Uh, which was very fun. We tried all the new characters and and uh, did some more after that. Yeah. Great. Happy to report Bridget rules. Yeah. Bridget's great. Bridget is a little whirlwind of death. For sure. We, we did two or three Bridget versus May fights mm-hmm. that were like nail biters. Yeah. Like May is unstoppable, but they were May, May's a May's a beast. But I did win the last one. You did, yeah, yeah. yeah. I finally pulled out that victory. Uh, but yeah, I was uh, everyone that I played Bridget against when I was playing Bridget. Everyone you played except May, I crushed it. Yeah, and then May handed me a resounding defeat. Uh, a, a big anchor. She hit you with a big. She hit anchor. me with a big anchor. May, She's the anchor. Yeah, May is is Maine. May yeah. May N. May N. Yeah. Uh, she's she's the best. Uh, we we decided that we're gonna get really good at Guilty Gear. Yeah, I'm gonna go buy it, and then maybe we'll play it online. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue practicing with Bridget. Yeah. Uh, what really turned the tide? Was when we decided it was okay for us to actually look up the commands for special moves. Uh huh. That really turned things around. That did. That added a whole new level of complexity to the game. <laughs> is knowing how to play it. Because all the fighting games we'd been playing up to that point, we were just playing. Yeah. We weren't looking up command lists or anything. Yeah. And the reason, like, the fighting games I tend to prefer are the ones with the simple inputs. Yeah. Uh,. Smash Bros. Obviously, you know 
direction button. That's all you get in Smash Bros. And it's, I think, a very good system. And even uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z uh, is it's pretty easy to pull off the special moves. Like it's yeah. basically like you know hitting R one. Yeah. So both of those were very fun. Both of those were 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 good. But yeah, like Guilty Gear, Dragon Ball, and I am I am still pretty partial to Melty Blood. Sure. I might I might get the Tsukihime visual novel and find out more about those characters. And find out how you love Vlav. Find out if my love of Vlav is problematic. It's problematic, yeah. Yeah. Vlav. <laughs> what a name. What a name. I feel like... So there's a character in that named Arquid. Mm-hmm. Which reads to me as a take on Alucard. I don't think it is. I've done the joke twice while we were playing... Where I turned Arquid backwards. Yeah. Into it's like, it's like Daikura. Daikura, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Vlav, I feel like, is a reference to Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. But uh, actually, he's uh, he's the son of Volf. <laughs> yeah. 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 He does have that Alucard white hair. Yeah. Uh, and, and I believe he is a vampire. As is Arquid. Yes, they they but that story's vampires are weird. Arkweed is a daywalker, and some vampires are dead apostles. Right, and also Arkweed has there's red Arkweed. Yeah, and we don't really know what her deal is. No, she except just wears for a she wears a long skirt, skirt. Yeah. but she also wears like high heels. Right, so. She's hard to figure out. Yeah. Melty Blood. Melty Blood's good, though. Melty Blood's good. Yeah. Uh, I've had a really good time this weekend playing uh, some games. Uh, I forget how much I actually like fighting games. Because I'm not good at them. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I guess I could play them online, but people who play them online seem Are to be very, very good. Awful. <laughs> well, yeah. they're, they're awful people. Who are good at fighting games. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm not going to like voice chat with anybody. So I don't know if they're, yeah. if they're awful beyond that. Yeah, I, I... Voice chatting is definitely a bridge too far. Yeah. And I, like, I, I know that... I, I feel like things I have seen about people who are really into fighting games... <coughs> and maybe this, is, maybe this is self-selecting. But it's like... It's like Patrick Gill from Polygon. Yeah. And like, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, ProZD. ProZD. And that uh, guy who's like a Sonic furry <laughs> who like won an award at Evo or something and just got on stage and was like, I'm gay as hell. Like, I like that. Sure. I like that for him. Sure. Uh, I don't know. Maybe like... Maybe it's gotten better, because I remember it used to be extremely bad. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I think we're both... If you get on there and, and it's somebody's playing Faust, or <laughs> on the way to the porno store. Uh, I think we come from a generation where, like, f- playing a fighting game meant 
you were at somebody's house or somebody was at yours and you had to, you know, it had to be like in person. Or at an arcade. Player versus player or at an arcade. And I didn't have a lot of other kids to play those games with. Right. And so I had fighting games. I had like Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Mm-hmm. But I would only like often play them in the single player mode. Yeah. And I never quite like got into the online play thing. Yeah. And and we were like I was never like I don't think I ever bought a fighting game. But I uh you know, I definitely like rented Street Fighter. But never played it against anyone. Yeah. Uh, like we, were, we were talking the other day about, like, bad ideas we had as teens. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned, like, a summer, or, or like, a, a year, where after school, every single day, I would play through WCW versus NWO Revenge, uh, beating it with every single character in the game. Ultimate mm-hmm. Dragon was my favorite. Uh, you, know, while, you know who my favorite was. Who? The Stinger. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while listening to Sam Kinison's Live from Hell, <laughs> every day, like daily, yeah, which is a fucked up thing for anyone to do. Yeah, yeah, it's a wonder you came out of it. It's a wonder I came out as reasonable as I am now. Yeah, it's a terrible child, <laughs> terrible teen. Like, yeesh, yikes, buddy. Oof. Maybe swap that out for, I don't know, music or nothing. <laughs> I did a lot of playing games to music uh, as a teen. Uh-huh. Uh, not music I'm especially proud of having listened to, but not necessarily uh, Sam Kinison. Yeah, whatever you were listening to was probably better than Sam Kinison's Live from Hell, a posthumous comedy album. There was a considerable amount of Hootie and the Blowfish mm. that... I really wish I'd been listening to something else in hindsight. Columbia's own. Columbia's own. Columbia's own. Hootie and the Bloodfish. Yeah. yeah. There's a statue in Five Points in Columbia representing. It's an. It's an. I love telling people there's a Hootie statue and then being like, but it's like an abstract artistic representation of music. Right. It's not Darius Rucker. Yeah, it's not like it's not like statues of them. It is a statue of the music of Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Rendered physical. It's wild that Darius Rucker had a career resurgence as a country singer. Not that wild. It's... I, I guess it's wild that he had a career resurgence at all. Yes. Fair. That, that's what I mean. It's, it's uh, improbable, I feel like. But good for him. I'm glad. I don't know enough about Darius Rucker other than the comic book store where I used to work. Um, He did send his manager to try and get him free comics. Mm. Because he was from Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Did he get them? No. (laughs) No. We said no. (laughs) Because you know what? He's from Hootie and the Blowfish. If Okay, here's a question. He could have afforded comics in 2004. Here's a question. Yes. If Darius Rucker had come in person into the store, how about then? Matt, I'll answer that question with, uh, with a related statement. Big Boy paid Big when Boy he came, came into the store. Okay. 
That is that. That's the bar. Yeah. Big boy came into the store. Big boy. Big boy bought a lunchbox from me. Shit! I I don't know this story. Did you not know that? No, I didn't recognize him. What? <laughs> I didn't recognize him like until like the end of the transaction. Okay. I was like, oh. You're big boy. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I'm doing a signing next door. Because we used to work next to the, like, the biggest, like, music store in Columbia. Yeah. Um, was it like a Tower Records? No, it was a, it was independent. It was called Manifest. Okay. Uh, Manifest Distant Tapes. Uh, and big boy was doing, like, a signing. Not for Outcast. It was, like, for Purple Ribbon All-Stars. So this would have been 2005? Yeah. It was, like... Do you, do you like how I... Yeah. No, you, you, I you nailed it. it. <laughs> uh, like, it was... It was... Like... It was in the early... Like, I don't even think I ever me- even mentioned it online, because it was, like, the early days of the ISB. So, yeah, yeah like, 2005. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Like, Bigman was very nice, by the way. I would hope so. And was buying... I believe... Buying, like, a little lunchbox. Like, a little, you know... He-Man or, or like G.I. Joe or something lunchbox for like, his kids yeah for, for Bamboo for Bamboo yeah yeah the, the sun he had on the way in, yeah in 1999 yeah that's awesome I love I'm so glad I just heard that story yeah I can't believe I've never told you that surely I've told you that if if you have I don't remember it and I feel like I would have remembered it yeah big boy came into the store after his signing at, at, at next door like, looked around for a while, bought a lunchbox. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. And if Big Boy is going to pay... Then, then Darius Rucker's Then Darius Rucker's going to pay. Yeah. And Big Boy didn't, like, try to get it free, either. Big Boy brought it up and got his credit card out. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Class act. Yeah. Big Boy had money. <laughs> and I know Darius Rucker had money. Yeah. But Big Boy also came into the store himself. Yeah. Darius Rucker sent his manager. Yeah. Mm. Trying to trying to get free comics, like you know, you could you guys could could be the comic store where Darius Rucker had his subscriptions, and we were like, but he would not pay for them. And he was like, correct. And we were like, not only seeing what we get out of that. Yeah. What are you going to tell customers? Oh, you know Darius Rucker from Hooting the Blowfish. He buys his comics here. He he ha- he has his comics pulled here. That inevitably he would not come pick up. Right. It honestly wouldn't have made a difference to the business model if we had agreed. Because you know Darius Order is not coming in to pick up the comics. Do you think he would send somebody to come get no. them? No. They would just stay. They would just sit there. They would just sit there. Yeah. 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 Did What books did Darius Worker want? I don't know. Because it was actually before my time. Okay. Okay. Uh, it was like... I mean, I started working there when I was twenty. When I was twenty, so it's two thousand two. Yeah. So it's a little bit after. Uh, but I believe I, I think it was Chad. I think it was Chad Bowers who was working the front the day Darius Rucker's manager came in, or Darius Rucker's person. I believe it. Trying to get trying to scam free comics. I mean, who would it be if not a manager, personal assistant? Yeah. Whoever the other guys are in Hootie and the Blowfish, the drummer. Yeah. The Blowfish. <laughs> uh, so, I'm here for a few more hours today. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to go get an early dinner before... Before you hop on the plane. We head off to the airport. 
Now I'm going to come home and pack to get an airplane tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So this, I can do a business trip. This has been quite an adventure. It has been quite an adventure. And I've had a great time. Because, uh, like, I think we mentioned it earlier, like, I've been to Minneapolis one other time, but it was in November. Yeah. For full gear. And it was cold and, and rainy. It was cold and rainy and rainy and, and we had full gear to do. Yeah. So we didn't do a lot of like Minneapolis stuff. Yeah. So going to the Mall of America and going to Paisley Park was really fun. And I really had a great time. You got to see the side of the first Nitro. I sure did. And you got to see where Purple Rain was recorded. Well, I actually don't know if Purple Rain was recorded there. Probably not. Probably not. It was probably in Los Angeles. I mean, it was probably... I mean, let's see when Paisley Park was built. And then... I mean, it was his studio for a long time. Yeah. And we did learn that it was also his home. Yeah. We just got, we discussed that on, on the Boca. You gotta pay for that. Yeah, that's in the Boca. Five dollars. That's that's worth five bucks. A month? With all the other Boca we got on there? It's worth it. Yeah. And look, I'm not, I don't advise doing this, but if you pay... F- if you get one month of Boca level, you get all the Boca we've done before. It's all on there. Uh, you can you can you can binge it, read all the stuff, read all the, the extant Castlemanias, and wonder why I haven't finished the most recent one, uh, or the the next one, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's all on there. It's worth it. We we do our best to provide value for the service. Its doors opened in 1987. So, that's that's pretty. Uh, it was after. It was right after Purple Rain. Okay. 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 Right after Purple Rain. Okay. Because following the meteoric success of Purple Rain, Prince built Paisley Park over the course of two years. Okay. So its doors opened in September 1987. So Party Man was recorded there. Absolutely, yes. Almost certainly Party Man. Almost certainly Party Man. And Bat Dance. Well, Bat Dance is like a remix. Oh, yeah. But all the stuff from Bat Dance would would have been on there. Yeah. Party Man. Party Man. Okay, we didn't talk about this in the Boca. I do want to throw this out at you. Because we're we're coming to the end of the show. Coming to the end of the weekend. Yeah. We went through every character in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. We did. And you said, yes or no, would you let them watch your cat for a week? How sit and watch my cat. How sit and watch your cat, which is a question I asked you at dinner last night. Yeah. Lots of no's. Lots of no's. I'd say 80% no's. Lots of no's. Mm, You got me, Biscuit. You got me. I paused for it, and you got me. Lots of no's. Yeah. Uh, some because you uh, you don't know anything about the Fire Emblem characters. Uh, so, some because of lack of knowledge about that. Like I don't, I haven't played Mother Three, right? So I can't say if Lucas is a good choice or not. I can say yes to Ness because I played Earthbound. Okay. First of all, you said yes to Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. That's incorrect. He's a gorilla. Donkey Kong's a guy. Donkey Kong's a gorilla. This is in the He's Boca. not a guy. He's a gorilla. <laughs> this is in the Boca. This discussion about Donkey Kong, whether Donkey Kong's a guy or a gorilla is... Even if Donkey Kong is a guy, 
you're not going to want Donkey Kong to watch your house and... And you said no to Kirby because you were like, Kirby will eat my cat. Yeah. Which is true. Donkey Kong will not eat my cat. Donkey Kong... You sure about that? Donkey Kong... You sure about that? I'm sure about that. Donkey Kong only eats bananas. That's canon. He has a giant... He has a giant pile of bananas. That's in Donkey Kong Country. He's a gorilla. He loves bananas. He's... Doesn't look cats. He's vegetarian... He he has a house. I don't. I don't. I would not trust Donkey Kong to watch a biscuit. <laughs> the second the one that I want to talk about. You haven't. You haven't played Mother Three. You haven't played uh, the Fire Emblem games. Yeah. You also haven't played Persona Five. I haven't played Persona. 5. But you said a hard no to Joker. Yeah, because his name is Joker. He is the only character on that entire roster who canonically owns a cat. His name is Joker. I won't let anyone named Joker in my house. It's his code name. So is so is DC Comics twisted villain the Joker. We don't know that. Not his birth name. It might be his real name. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. Unrevealed. <laughs> Unrevealed. Yeah. You look at his file card. It says it's his real name. Unrevealed. <laughs> Even though many attempts at his real name yeah. have have. Floated out there. Yeah. I don't know what his name was in uh, in the the Chip Zdarsky multiverse story. Jack White. No, that's in the... that's. In, I know it is. I, I know. Yeah. Jack White? What was the middle name? Oswald. Os- Oswald. Jack Oswald White. That added in a middle name that is already it's another... It's already the name of another Batman, Batman character. Oh. <laughs> 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 His name is Jack White, who's a person who exists. Yeah. And his middle name is Oswald. Mm. Which is Penguin's name. It's not John. It's Jack. It's Jack. Like a card. Like Jack Napier. Jack Napier, which people didn't realize is a pun. It's 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 only kind of a pun. Well, it's Jack and Nate. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like, adding the... They had to make it a real last name. So it's Napier. Uh-huh. So he's not like Jack N. Apes. He's Jack Napier. I wish his name was was Jokes Jokeson. <laughs> anyway, Joker, who does have multiple canonical names. Because he has, like, you, it's, you give him a name in the game. Okay. That's why he's called Joker. Okay. Same reason that, you know, Commander Shepard is Commander Shepard. So right. that they have something to call him. Right. But he also, like, in the anime and in the manga, he has two different canon names. Okay. So you wouldn't trust Joker, but I. But what about Ren? Or what about Akira? Are there other. I don't know anything about them. He owns a cat. He's a responsible young man. He does have a criminal record. I, I can't I can't say yes definitively. But you said no definitively. Yeah, I could say no definitively. He owns a cat. I could feel he a, has a cat. I can feel a vibe. He is canonically a cat lover, a cat fancier. His name is Joker. He has a cat. Anyone who's like, haha, I have become the Joker. That's not that's not <laughs> He's not the Joker like a clown. 
Wait, where's that name come from? I told you, the name comes from the fact... Okay, he can use multiple... Everybody's got one persona, right? Yeah. We play Persona 4. Oh, so it's like Joker's Wild? Right, because he can use multiple personas. He has the wild card. But he could be Deuce. Deuces are also wild. He could have been like, I'm Deuce. But he's not. He's Joker. Well, Deuces also do have a definitive value. It's two. But deuces are, but a lot of times deuces are wild. But jokers are always wild, Un- unless you don't play with jokers. Unless you don't play, but if you see a joker, it's wild. Do he could? Look, I'm just saying he could have been deuce. He can't be deuce. What's wrong with being deuce? Well, it does mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather that deuce. Come take care of my cat, the Joker. It's a Cliff Compton. Wait, Cliff Compton was Domino. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who. I don't know who Deuce was. See Jimmy Snooker's kid. Maybe I don't know. You'd let Jimmy Snooker's kid? No, no. I would not let. Yeah, Deuce that's what I'm kid. saying. You would not let Deuce watch your cat. <laughs> I would. I definitely wouldn't let uh, Tamina come watch. I wouldn't my let cat. Tamina watch my cat. Yeah. If I, had a cat, I wouldn't let Tamina watch Biscuit. Yeah. I would not. I'm, no offense. I would not let any member of the Snooker family. No. No. Yeah. Bad track record. Bad. Bad track record. Yeah. I'm saying, Joker, if anyone is going to watch your cat and house it for you for a week, Joker is like one of the better picks in the roster of Smash Bros. Best pick, I think, Isabel. Yeah, I said Isabel in a heartbeat. Isabel in a heartbeat. Even though Isabel is a dog. Yes. She's very responsible. Yeah, she's very responsible. She's not gonna, like... She's gonna make sure everything's taken care of. Yeah. Isabel has a job. Isabel has a job. I mean, Joker's a student. That's not a job. Unbelievable. The disrespect. (laughs) I'm gonna make you play Persona 5. Just just for this. Okay. The... Persona 5, okay, you can't get through the first street of Bloodborne. I will have a really hard time getting through the first how many hours of Persona 5 before it actually gets going? Well, well, you do walk down a street first thing, and it's much easier than the street in Bloodborne. Fair, but like... But it is about, I would say, I would say two hours before it really, before you're playing a video game. Okay. Okay. And then probably about another couple hours before you're like really playing a video game. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a big ask. I think we're done. <laughs> biscuit, biscuit, biscuit has proclaimed. This, Bis- biscuit has proclaimed the end of the episode. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. I don't know if we're going to have an episode next week because I will be in. Uh, I will be on a business trip uh, all week. Uh, to be determined. To be determined. T- TBD. Yeah. TBD. Uh, but this one, we hope you had a good time. We had a good time on this weekend hanging out. Yeah. Celebrating your birthday, Chris. Very good time. I hope you had a wonderful birthday. I had a fantastic birthday. I loved uh, seeing you. Uh, AC took took us to a Brazilian steakhouse that, was, that looked from the outside so sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> And on the inside was perfectly lovely. Yeah, yeah, uh, and for sure. was delicious. Uh, 
enjoyed playing the fighting games. Again, a thing I never get to do. I think we should play Guilty Gear online more often. Yeah, I I I will I will buy the game when I get back. Okay. Now are you gonna buy the? Are you also gonna buy the expansions? I, mean, I guess I have to. We gotta get Bridget. Yeah. Uh, that's it, everybody. We'll be back with our next episode. Thank you for listening. Check out the Patreon if you want to hear that bonus content. It's some of my favorite stuff we've recorded in a while. Patreon.com slash Warrocket Ajax. Uh, yeah. And uh, join us next time. Till then, don't forget, Black Lives Matter. Trans rights are human rights. As are abortion rights. And drag is not a crime. And cops are not your friends. But we love you. And Joker would be a good cat setter. We love you. We love you. Yeah! Stay on.